Aspirin. Salicylates have been available since the early 1900s. Salicylates have been derived from the willow tree bark. The Sumerians were noted to have used remedies derived from the willow tree for pain management as far back as 4,000 years ago. Hippocrates used it for managing pain and fever. He even utilized tea brewed from it for pain management during childbirth. In 1763 clinical trial, the first of its kind, Reverend Edward Stone studied the effects of willow bark powder for treating fever. About 100 years later, the effects of the willow bark powder were studied for acute rheumatism. In 1828, Professor Johann Buckner used salicylin, the Latin word for willow. Henry Louis used it to treat rheumatism after isolating it as a crystalline form in 1829. In the 1800s, Hayden Chemical Company was the first to mass-produce salicylic acid commercially. It was not until 1899 when a modified version named salicylic acid was registered and marketed by Bayer under the trade name Aspirin. Even though it has been available since the early 1900s, its real mode of action was not known until the late 1970s. Some of the indications for aspirin are as follows. Angina pectoris, angina pectoris prophylaxis, ankylizing spondylitis, cardiovascular risk reduction, colorectal cancer, fever, ischemic stroke, ischemic stroke prophylaxis, myocardial infarction, myocardial infarction prophylaxis, osteoarthritis, pain, revascularization pr procedures, prophylaxis, rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus uh, erythemosis, mechanism of action. Aspirin is a, uh, is a COX1 inhibitor. It is a modifier of the enzymatic activities of COX2. COX inhibitors are medications used in the management and treatment of chronic pain syndrome. They are in the anti-inflammatory class of drugs, unlike other non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, which bind reversibly to this enzyme. Aspirin binding is irreversible. It also blocks thromboxin A2 on platelets as an in an irreversible fashion, presenting platelet aggregation. Administration. Aspirin can be administered via oral, rectal, or intravenous route. If available in different doses, the lowest being 81 milligrams is also called baby aspirin. Tablets are 325 milligrams or 500 milligrams. Delayed release tablets are 81 milligrams, 325 milligrams, 500 milligrams, or 650 milligrams. Chewable, 81 milligrams. Suppository, 60 milligrams, 120 milligrams, 200 milligrams, 300 milligrams, and 600 milligrams. Intravenous, 250 milligrams and 500 milligrams. Pharmacokinetics. Aspirin absorption from the gastrointestinal tract depends on the formulation state. When consumed as a liquid preparation, it is rapidly absorbed as opposed to tablets. Its hydrolysis yields salicylic acid. Salicylic acid has a narrow therapeutic window. If maintained within that narrow range, it provides the appropriate anti-inflammatory effect. Aspirin's ab absorption is pH sensitive at the level of the small intestines. Absorption is higher through the small intestines than for the stomach for the same pH range. At pH 3.5 or 6.5, aspirin's internal intestinal absorption is greater than gastric absorption of the compound. The stomach does not absorb aspirin at pH 6.5. Salicylic elimination occurs through two pathways via the creation of saluric acid and salaphenolic glucuramine. Salicylic acid is renally cleared, which can be increased by raising the urinary pH. Medications like antacids can increase renal clearance as they raise urinary pH. It can cross the blood percentile barrier as expressed in breast milk. Adverse effects. Aspirin has had multiple meta-analysis which suggests that, uh, that aspirin reduces the risk of major cardiovascular events in patients who have diabetes without cardiovascular disease, also causing a trend toward higher rates of bleeding gastrointestinal complications. 
The most common side effect of aspirin is gastrointestinal upset, ranging from gastritis to gastrointestinal bleed. Hypersensitivity. Hypersensitivity to nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories is common among the general population. The rate is about 1-2%. to 2%. Symptoms can be as mild as a simple rash to angioedema and anaphylaxis. In patients with asthma or chronic rhinosinusitis, the prevalence of these allergic symptoms could be as high as 26%. If this is accompanied by nasal polyps and inflammation of the respiratory tract with eosinophils, it is called the aspirin triad. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory exacerbated respiratory disease. NERD is a new term associated with the syndrome due to upper and lower respiratory mucosal in- inflammation. Rye syndrome. Rye syndrome was named after Australian pathologist Dr. R.D. Rye. was first described in 1963 as a rare but fatal condition with an estimated mortality rate between 30 and 45 percent. It is a form of encephalopathy secondary to fatty changes in otherwise healthy liver. The clinical vignette of Ray syndrome consists of a viral upper respiratory tract infection in children and concomitant administration of aspirin for the treatment of fever. It is thought that mitochondrial injury secondary to the preceding viral illness is the first hit to both the liver and the brain. Aspirin and other similar compounds provide a second hit, completing the syndrome. The incidence has dramatically decreased due to better awareness and the use of acetaminophen. It's acetaminophen to manage the fever in children instead of aspirin. Even though the association between aspirin and race syndrome exists, some authors argue that the time of diagnosis, salicylate levels were not routinely checked, biopsies were not obtained, and genetic inborn errors of metabolism were not ruled out. Contraindications. People who are allergic to ibuprofen should not take aspirin as there is cross-reactivity. Patients who have asthma should be cautious if they have asthma or known bronchospasm associated with NSAIDs. Aspirin increases the risk of GI bleeding in patients who already suffer from peptic ulcer disease or gastritis. The risk of bleeding is still present even without these conditions if there is concomitant alcohol consumption or the patient is on warfarin. Patients who have inborn coagulopathy such as hemophilia should avoid all salicylates. Acquired diathesis is the setting of denaug or yellow hemorrhagic fever should be avoid use in aspirin. Patients who have uh, six glucose 6-phosphate dehydrogenase deficiency or uh, other acute intravascular hemolytic anemia. Many factors can precipitate these hemolytic episodes. Aspirin is one such known cause. Avoiding aspirin in children who are suffering from viral infection to avoid Rice syndrome.